This episode contains adult language, mature situation, confusingly polite kaiju villains, douchebaggy, chain-smoking, lazy tokusatsu heroes, absurdly awkward scenarios, strange concepts, and tropes galore. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 329. Where the hell did Sun Red leave his sun shoot? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and manga reviews about connected enhanced narratives. This is your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of this wonderful, illustrious podcast, and I've got to admit, things have been going pretty good with this podcast, and I've got to admit, I'm kind of excited to make sure that this momentum keeps going, so I'm going to keep pushing forward. Even though I'm going to be on vacation in a couple weeks and going with Greta to visit her family, it's visiting the in-laws, it's also for Greta's birthday coming up. Yay, birthdays. Hope we go I'm going to try to keep posting as much as I can. Hopefully I can do some remote podcasts as well. Because I love doing podcasts. It's fun. It's amazing. It's very cathartic. And i got to push as much as I can because I want to keep this podcast going. I want to make this so it's the best podcast it can be for you, the listeners. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin is a podcast that provides a foreigner views about connected enhanced narratives. Pretty much what that means is every episode we talk about one or two Different geek topics depending on what show you're listening to. If you're listening to the motion picture review, obviously movies, game review, board games, or video games. And since this is the manga review, obviously we talk about manga. We tell you the pros and cons about them, how their art style is, the characters are, the overarching plot, the genre, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You have to read anything that me or my co-host said. We try to be educational, enlightening, entertaining, and most importantly, exciting. Now you can find any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're also found on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, and many other podcast sites and social media sites. Just type in Spirekin, S-P-I-R-A-K-N, I guarantee you'll find us one way or another. Also, if you have any questions or comments, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com, or you can direct message me on Twitter at Spirekin. Same thing. All this will be in the show notes, so it makes it a lot easier, and, you know, it's fun to get all this information out so you know where to find us and listen to some of our very cool episodes, because we're trying to get as many episodes as we can do things awesome. Also, if you are on Instagram, check us out, because we'll be doing a new thing, which is our random manga recommendation of the day, so we do different manga recommendations and also different movie recommendations, so we've got some really cool ones. Check it out. Let me know what you guys think, or if you have any recommendations you want us to put on our Instagram's recommendation of the day. Anyway, so now that that's out of the way, let's get to something else, shall we? And that's our manga releases for this week, specifically for yesterday, August 13th. And we've got some really good titles that came out this week. Uh, One really excites me, and one horrifies me just a little bit. Uh, Let's go through it, shall we? Now, the first one is going to be Ultra Kaiju Humanization Project Volume 3. You have two Ravu Volume 15 to 16. We talked about this two weeks ago. They're releasing them like there's no tomorrow. I thought two Ravu was done, and I guess it's not. You have Maji, The Labyrinth of Magic, Volume 37. I was surprised this series is still going on, even though I do like it. I love how Aladdin is done in this series, and I love how it's very different for the Arabian Nights stories. I just, I'm surprised it's going on so long. But maybe they'll hit a thousand and one chapters, or volumes, who knows. There's Machi Maho, I Messed Up and Made the Wrong Person into a Magical Girl, Volume 3. There's Komi Can't Communicate, Volume 2. Kino's Journey, The Beautiful World, Volume 3. You have Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Edition, Volume 6. You have Classroom of the Elite, The Light Novel, Volume 2. You have Classmates, Volume 2, Setsu Gyose, Winter. 
that manga came out. You have Captain Harlock, Dimensional Voyager Volume 9. I'm so happy that people are liking Captain Harlock. Because Captain Harlock is one of those characters that you either love or you hate. And I like that the new generation loves him. Because he is kind of a bit of a throwback to the 70s and 60s. But we digress. There's Attack on Titan number 28. And finally, Accomplishments of the Duke's Daughter Volume 4. So, the ones I'm interested in this week definitely are... Even though I kind of bitched about it, I like Magi the Labyrinth of Magic. I don't collect it, but I read it in bookstores, and I would buy it if, I, if it was in an omnibus. Uh, Comey Can't Communicate, I've been enjoying that. It's very different and a little unique. Kino's Journey, The Beautiful World, Volume 3. I love me some Kino. I love how it's very mushishious, where it's episodic, but it's intriguing and engaging. It has a little bit of whimsical wonder to it. And then finally, you have... Uh, Captain Harlock Dimensional Voyager, because like I said, Captain Harlock's pretty badass. He's a badass character, him, Emeraldus. I think that they are ones that I'm very happy they become popular again. But I think I'm digressing a little bit. Woo. I'm sorry, I'm speaking a little fast because, well, don't have any water, my throat's kind of dry. So I'm going to pause for a second and get some water. And I'm back with some water, which is very good because I needed it for my throat. And let's get to it, shall we? I know you're just talking about the releases of the day, but you're here not to hear me get water. You're not here to listen to me babble about random things. You're here to listen to me review manga. And today is extra special because we're reviewing an interesting manga that's a very unique genre in and of itself. It's this manga, which we'll, we'll get into that in a moment. First, let's get the nitty-gritty out of the way, because this is a manga that was written by Makoto Kutobi, Published by Square Enix, and it's uh, released in Young Gangan back in 2005 to 2014. There are 20 volumes, a TV series, well actually two TV series, and there's rumors that there was a movie, but no one can find it. And it is a superhero action-adventure comedy parody. Specifically, it is a parody of... A specific Japanese style of superhero genre called the Super Sentai series. Now, what are the Super Sentai series? That is, well, think about Mind Morphin Power Rangers. That was stock footage from the Super Sentai series. It's a series where you have a team of superheroes who fight an overly ambitious villain who has colorful henchmen and does horrible things, and the superheroes have different colors, they have different abilities, and each one has their own type. Generally, the Stereotypes are that you have the blue one, who's the smart one, the pink one is the girl, and then you have the red one, who is the leader, is that over-the-top, you know, super righteous, super awesome guy, who's constantly at odds with the super main villain. And the main villains are evil, mustache-twirling, evil, maniacal villains who are megalomaniacs and crazy, and constantly have their minions that they turn giant and fight with giant robots, and things like that. And this is a parody of that. This is Tentai Senchi Sanredo. Or, in English, Astro Fighter Sun Red. And this is about the Tama River area of Japan, specifically Kawasaki City, Kanagawa. And this is an area where there are battles being fought between evil and good. And every day, the Ally of Justice Sun Red fights the evil organization Floorshine, which is led by their evil general vamp who is the leader of Florsheim's Kawasaki branch. And he's out for world domination. And in the opening of the series, he has a new recruit who's going to come and help him fight Sun Red and defeat him. And who is this new recruit? It's Dolgon, a bird kaiju who's able to fly, has sharp 
claws and says that he will be able to get the blood from Sunred's face. And so they go to fight Sunred. And where will they fight Sunred? Will it be in the middle of a mall? Will it be in a rock quarry? No. It says Sunred is going out of a 7-Eleven. And he's carrying a bowl of ramen. When you see Sunred, he does not look like a tokusatsu hero. He is wearing fuzzy uh, socks, sweatpants, a shirt, which says sweat. And he has his eponymous Sunred mask on. And he has a cigarette going through the mask. How that happens, we don't know. But as he goes there, General Vamp positions him and says, We are here to finally defeat you, Sunred, and we will fight you. And Dolgun kind of vamps himself up says, Yeah, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to eat your brain and do all this stuff. And he goes to attack him. He misses because Sunred dodges him. But, unfortunately, Dolgon hits the ramen that Sunred just bought and it falls to the floor. The next minute... Sunred, seeing red, decides to beat Dolgon into a pulp. Grabs him, knocks him to the ground, attacks him, and then Dolgon gets up and is like, I'm going to use my air attack and beat you. And what does Sunred do? Does the Hero of Justice do an awesome pose? Does he use a super weapon? No. He knocks Dolgon over, grabs a stick that's embedded in the concrete, rips it out of the ground, so causing collateral damage, and proceeds to beat Dolgon down with a piece of concrete like a savage beast and and general Vamp's like uh i think you should stop now i don't think this is a good idea uh it's okay well, you win you win and then when he eventually stops he ends up chastising every single one of them like look i don't want to fight you guys i'm not trying to fight it's my day off i'm supposed to relax today i don't want to deal with this and then you guys just bothered me so Say you're sorry and get out of here. I don't want to see you ever, 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 ever again. But, but but we're an evil organization. We have to kill a superhero. I don't care. Get out of here. Fine. Wait. And General Vamp turns around and like, wait, what? He's like, you guys go to the ramen place, get me a super large ramen. Now. So this superhero, this good, noble superhero, proceeds to shake down the villains... And forces them to buy him ramen. And they do it. They're like, oh, I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it. Oh, maybe I'll use the money I have. No, 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 don't worry about it. I'm going to just break this hundred uh, thousand yen bill. The joke of this, it's a parody of the series where the whole thing is that Florsheim, these evil villains bent on world domination, are super nice. They're all like the nicest people possible. It's like General Vamp is super polite to his neighbors. He's nice to the elderly. He plants flowers. He cooks. He cleans. He's super just the nicest person you ever could meet. And then you have uh, uh, Armor Tiger, who is this very, well, he's a giant fighting tiger that lives in an apartment that's full of squalor, but he's very quiet because his neighbor gets really mad at him because he yells at him and he's super lazy. Uh, you have another one who just, like, the two henchmen who are Goon 1 and 2, who they just, they're the ones who end up buying stuff for Sunred when Sunred gets mad, like, oh, get me a coffee. This isn't the right coffee, you idiot. I want one with less sugar. Okay, Sunred. And this is the joke. The series is just these jokes of the Goons for Florsheim getting ready to fight Sunred and Sunred taking it way out of context. One time, he goes to a KFC, sorry, a, a UFC, as they call it, and there's a bird kaiju that works for Florsheim, who's there, 
because he wants to afford gifts to buy General Vamp for Christmas. Super nice. Not mean at all. He's not throwing the place out. He's like, look, I want to work to get a gift for the gift exchange for Christmas Day. Sunred ends up kind of forcing him to take him to the party and beats all them up and runs away. Having even gotten to the fact that Sunred is just rude, violent, impatient, impulsive, and he just, he's kind of a jerk. It's even worse is that he has a girlfriend named Kyoko, who's 29 years old, works in an insurance firm, who's supporting Red financially, and he's constantly asking her for money and sex, and he kind of treats her bad, like really bad. And she gets along with General Vamp. Like, they're good friends. They talk about housework. So like, oh, how do you get that stain out of the wall? Well, yeah, I do this. And it's like this evil, menacing... Well, General Vamp looks weird. He looks like he's a guy wearing a robe with like a tiki head and a spear and a shield. That's all he is. It is a series that shouldn't exist. But it does. And it's this weird microcosm of genius and insanity. Because... On the one hand, you should be like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever read. Like, One Punch Man light. But no, it's it's creative and ingenious because it just it gets even more crazy. At one point, they start wondering where his super weapon is. And he's like, yeah, I kind of lost it two years ago. I left it in a toolbox and I forgot where it went. And you're like, okay, you're a superhero and you forget your stuff? Wow. There are a bunch of very diverse characters that all have their place in your heart because you think about it. And I think the most fun characters are the animal soldiers. They're these stuffed animals that when Sunrise isn't around, they just kind of lay about and don't do anything. And they're actually Florsheim's top agents. And the thing is that they're actually super cute and super nice. And they're super small. And people think they're cute. And that gets in the way of their evil intentions. There's four of them. Like the big one is Usakots, who's a stuffed bunny with a bionic eye and wings and claws. And he's seriously, he wants to be... One of Florsheim's best wants to kill Sunred, but his cuteness gets out of the way. And then you have uh, Devil Cat, who is a cat who has a fanny pack on. And the best one, Hell Wolf, who is this very cute wolf who speaks with a speech impediment and says, Karochu, instead of Karosu. So he talks super cute. And the thing is that he actually tries to turn into a giant wolf in the moonlight. So he's like, I'm going to go big, scary wolf. But then whenever Sunred's looking at him, there's a cloud blocking the sun, so he's little. But when Sunred looks away, the moon... Shows and then he becomes Giant Wolf again and so on and so forth. This is one of those comical series that you just have to read it. It's a series which fell on my radar years ago when a friend of mine told me about it and I was like, this sounds insane and stupid. And I was intrigued because the original anime's theme song was done by Manzo, the construction worker guy who wrote a song for his company and ended up becoming an anime songwriter. He does the theme for uh, the Genshin first anime series. And he wrote the Sunrise song. And it's pretty addictive. It's, it's crazy and stupid and weird. But we're not talking about the anime. We're talking about the manga. And the manga, it's just... It looks kind of crappy. The art style is really just kind of... It's old style. So it's very sketchy looking. And there's a lot of extra lines where the shrimpy lines. But it adds to the character of this weird series. Where all these characters are very unique looking. And they're very menacing and evil. But there's these happy moments that just are like... Oh, look, all the evil monsters, they're going to be helping a senior center today. Or, oh, look, Sunred, he's trying to shake down a former friend at a pachinko center because he needs $20 to buy a beer. It's it's just a very interesting juxtaposition of the situation where good guys are, are evil and the evil guys are good. Uh, it's a guilty pleasure series. I highly recommend it if you've never read it. 
what can I say about it? But check it out. It is a really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this now, your brain will freeze your eyes open. Your soul will be forfeit to the great soul of star. It's a fun, weird series. I guarantee anybody who reads it will like it. It it hits anybody. It's a little vulgar, I'm not going to lie. And while it's not available commercially, I will say it's available if you know how to find it. Like, I found out it was still number one at the Kyoto International Manga Museum. It was still up there, like the top 20 uh, manga of all time. Sunred's still up there because it is such a weird, diverse series. <sighs> I think that's all I can say about geekiness with Sunred. Anyway, you can find it if you look for it. And if you need a hint, just email me, zanspowerco.com. So let's now get to, well, beforehand, remember you can check out any of our other episodes at www.zanspowerco.com. You can email me personally at zanspowerco.com. The random question of the episode is going to be, do you think that the red guy is always a jerk or not? I personally think they're always a jerk. And that started from my hatred of Keith from... Voltron because he's the laziest bastard possible because you have everyone I'm going to form the arm form feet and legs form arms and muscles and what does Keith do does he form the arms does he form the body no I'll form the head he does nothing he's a lazy bastard but that's my hatred of Keith that's for another day altogether we've talked about this with Baz on many occasions so let's get to the part you've all been waiting for what are we talking about we're talking about that one that only Except no substitute. Now, what is that one that only the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots. What we're going to do is we're going to spin that one that only the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that's a review the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 330. And I'm kind of excited because this one has some very unique titles on this. The big one is a vertical title, which flew under my radar, and I'm like totally addicted to it right now. But we'll spin it to a review in the next episode. So, in the next episode, we are going to be reviewing a manga about superheroes in an alternate future. Not an Isekai series, just an alternate future. And what are we talking about? We're talking about Fire Punch. So, that should be kind of fun and cool, I think. Uh, maybe. We'll see. I haven't read this one, so I'm kind of excited and a little worried. But, we'll f- wait for the next episode for that. So, I guess that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. This is your host, Zan, saying... I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. Read more manga. Sagas,
すごいぞすごいぞすごいぞ」